When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Forever. Dog. Race chaser. Hello. <laughs> Hello, and welcome back to Race, Race Chaser, Chaser Classy. A podcast dedicated to the discussion, dissection, and dissemination of every single episode of RuPaul's Drag Race. Starting from the very beginning. This is the beginning. <laughs> My name is Alaska. What the fuck is yours? Mine's Willem. Where in the world are you coming from us to? I'm in Dublin, Ireland. You're in Nublin? I'm in Nublin, yes. I love Nublin. That's when you pull, the, pull all your hair back mm. and so you can latch a, a loaf onto it, but mm-hmm. all you have is the tiniest little um drag ponytail ponytail knob yeah 100 percent. we've all been there um uh this is our one year anniversary ma'am we've done can we've wow. done it we 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 held the job down for a year we are officially yeah. i'm putting you as a reference bitch on the next thing i said she's a co-worker for a year plus <laughs> completely uh i will give you a glowing recommendation i'll, I'll write you a letter of re- recommendation i'll write you a letter too it'll have an a in it i will um i will gladly Lori laughlin you into harvard university girl you, like. you know i'm a rower because i wrote two of them at the same time <laughs> i'm on the team <laughs> um, <laughs> How's your how's your tour been going? How's the Amethyst journey? That was our last show tonight. So oh. I'm just in that state of like euphoria and um uh exhaustion. But we did it and um the response was really great and um it was really inspiring to connect with the kids who connect with the music, you know? One hundred um well just to reiterate the the high quality award-winning content with journalistic integrity and varying sound quality every single week plus bonus episodes and now hot goss on fridays for a whole year while in full drag this makeup look that that you're sporting Uh the lashes the individual stonework 
the stone work <laughs> the, the precision line work the shading the the contouring the um wow this i i mean usually we're lying when we talk about being a drag but i'm what? actually in, i'm <laughs> bitch i am in i'm, I'm in a silk tool pinafore and then, i just pinafore <laughs> i'm in silk satin not even poly satin how dare you Silk Satine, I think. I, I, Satine I think Harlow. Satine. I'm calling it. I'm sorry. I don't mean to clock like this on the radio. Well, a Satine isn't a polycrape machine. That's for sure. It's polycrape <laughs> No, that's one of, my, one of my favorite parts of being on this tour is I've gotten to be really adventurous with my makeup because it's... So I've been using color. Yeah, I saw you dipping in the blues and pinks. Yeah. Uh-oh. I think we might just... So, Alaska um, had an anaphylactic shock to all this color she put on her face. She was apparently allergic to it. Um, so, she just went and took a break. I am going to um, say you're welcome because you are. You're welcome to be here for as long as you want. And thank you for listening for this year. And thank you to our loyal race chasers. We couldn't have done it without you. And all the dick pics. Because the dricks have been dripping into our DMs. And it's lovely. You who? She's back. You who? You who? I'm back. Hey, girl. Hey. Door squeaking sound effect. Door squeaking. <laughs> Last week, the queens made couture looks from tape, filmed their own workout videos, and asked the question, what indeed is a spritz stick? Alexis Mateo won the challenge. She got immunity, which is very important for this episode. And Mimi in India attempt to lip sync, but it was hard because Mimi just wanted to wrestle. And Mimi went home. <laughs> and Mimi left us with uh, wise words, a link to her website on the mirror. And she said, life is too short to live someone else's. What is that? Okay. Cryptic. Um... Well, thanks. I personally do not believe in reincarnation. Um, so I do, but okay. I guess we just okay. But yeah, it's cryptic. Uh, she uh, is as enigmatic as she is cryptic. Yes. Um, the first scene that they show in this <laughs> that's. That fair listeners is an example of nooch. nooch. <laughs> <laughs> yes, a healthy sprinkling of nooch. Um, yes. Yeah. So uh, anyway, Shazelle and Lilia are gone. I'm trying to to take the notes and move on. I don't want to seem like I sound bitter about Mimi. Um, I don't. Yeah, there's no reason to. So if I if I avoid her and you. The- Mimi, I'm first. We're third in the fan vote. I could not, not believe. believe You know what I couldn't believe was that uh, the person that said that didn't get an Emmy nomination today. Did you see all that? Did the noms come out? The noms came out and... Uh, the nom-noms? Neither Delta or Raven were nominated and it was for an episode where they were both there because Delta posted on her Instagram, I was there period um so Geja vu 2017 world of wonders nominating anyone who the fuck they want for their their hemi nominations for hair and makeup 
Um, so wait, who the out of hair and makeup is nominated? The only person that was nominated for hair this year is someone who's already won an Emmy, very deservedly so, Hector Pocasanda, who does Michelle's yeah. hair. He's the only name listed for hair. Friend even, of the pod. Even though the episode which was nominated, Rusical, had hair that was worked on by Timmy, the little redheaded go uh, acrobat kid. Um, multiple people worked on the hair. Um, Delta definitely worked on the hair. But uh, Timmy, who, who does the wigs, he had something to post on his Instagram too. He's like, I was there. The last time I will ever work without being credited again, you know? Um, so I don't know why they weren't credited, but it's... Um, I know that I won't be speaking up for them this time because they were so mad when I did it for someone else. So I'm going to shut up. <laughs> so this wow. thing about Shangela and Alexis. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So or I India, mean, we're India. really, we're here to talk about the past, not the present. Yeah, no, we let's live in the past. Classique. We're here to wildly rehash the past. Oh, but I did. Classique. I did do some journalism and I found out uh, about one of the prizes this episode and whether it was redeemed or not. Tell me. Well, I mean, okay. It was a $2,000 wig wardrobe. And if you could guess, do you think they got that $2,000 wig wardrobe? Well... I can say this. I can say I won a wig wardrobe from Expletive Deleted. Mm -hmm. And I had a phone consultation with him uh, over a year ago. And it never ended up coming to Dewey <laughs> fruition. So. <laughs> Damn. Who, who was the name of the prize winner? Uh, or the prize? Manila Luzon. And I said, hey, how are the $2,000 worth of wigs? She said, sickening. I got a $1,000 full-laced hand-tied human wig, an $800 human wig that I sewed $300 worth of tracks into and wore to death, and a little ponytail I gave to my friend. So Jiggly got a ponytail. Live. Yeah. So happy for them. Um, and that RuPaul's Drag Race is doing the right thing, giving the prizes out and correctly crediting oh wait just giving the prizes out never mind <laughs> oh, uh, oh, oh shangela and india are forming a close alliance though in the beginning of this episode um shangela says she was gonna run out and beat all mimi <laughs> she said she was taking off her earrings and her ponytail but yara held her back um i find that kind of um telling because didn't shangela already beat on mimi and that's why mimi had to put that wig on when she was bleeding on the forehead I mean, I mean, urban legend, but we told it. So I'm waiting for a crew member to come forth and want to testify about it and give several testimonials, several many testimonials about the whole damn season. Oh, look at that. Yeah. I'm going to need to get a crew call sheet and suck my way through it and find somebody. Um, video message from Rue is very, um, like newsworthy, like very good night and good tuck instead of good night and good luck. And, um, it's actually very cleverly written. So hats off and wigs off to whoever wrote that. Um, and Rue is very news anchor woman fish other than yelling she -mail, um, which news anchors don't usually do this news anchor challenge. Um, did you have anything like that? Your, your season? Like teleprompter stuff? 
I can't remember, but on our OnlyFans, we did that teleprompter fish, and it was really hard for me. It was very easy for you, though. Yeah, but I'm I'm pretty easy. You're used to having a lot in your mouth, I think. Yeah, I'm used to juggling a yeah. lot of throat balls. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> um, Yara admits fully that um, she she has problems with English, so I'm wondering. I'm wondering how this is going to go. I haven't, this is, was the first time I've seen this episode too, which was kind of fun because like, I know all these girls and I feel like Raja is like two seconds away from reaching across and extending that 42 inch arm and just smacking the shit out of Shangela. And it's kind of funny. <laughs> oh, I know they get into it. Do they? This episode yes, they do. We'll get to it. Yeah. Putting on makeup. We'll get to that. Um, now, but- First, we have this mini challenge. Yeah. Now, I'm curious as to what you would have done for a mini challenge like this, because you're no stranger to a red carpet. (laughs) And I'm no stranger to a mini challenge win. Three out of seven my season. So what I would have done is I would have walked over to Crafty. I would have gotten a lovely cherry Danish. And then I would (laughs) have... I would have gone to the set and then when they said, okay, three, two, I would have bent over and held the cherry Danish over my asshole while I was smiling back at it. That's what I would have done. You know what the funniest part of this is, is that you think they had something as good as cherry Danish on the stack (laughs) table for Drag Race. Cheese and peanut butter crackers and maybe a a hardened pear, which won't be ripe for a week. One pair, and then a lime with no knife to cut it. That's craft service drag race. Jesus. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> what would you have done yeah. for this? Because I also know that you are no stranger to a red carpet or even tile. So what would you have done for this mini challenge? Oh, Jesus. I don't know, but I think that... Uh, I do. You would have won. Era, I, I think Carmen had a really good... Uh, tactic and she was like no like the biggest phenomenon is britney spears getting out of the car and people got a picture of her fucking pussy it's called a tic tac not a tactic right yeah so carmen was like i'm gonna do a really realistic looking tuck and i'm gonna like just subtly oh i'm not being outrageous like i'm just like oops oh no my skirt is in the wrong position i love that's the real yeah i think they were looking I love that. And I loved her trying to um, creative direct RuPaul and how the shot was going to go. And was like, well, okay, well, when I say three, this the camera goes. <laughs> oh, RuPaul just read her. Red. RuPaul was like, she said, thank oh. you for sharing your inner dialogue, thank, sweetie. Thank you but... so much. Please buy Guru in stores 2019. Uh, <laughs> and what's your name again? Okay, thank you so much. Um, and then I, the funny thing is, she said, I'm not going to have my face in it or anything. And then as soon as she says three, Carmen does a hair flip and shows every, the, she shows every inch of her face. So it's kind yeah. of funny. But um, the the two queens who created the most sensational photos win the challenge. Um, I have a question because Stacey Lane Matthews pulls her full titty out and uh, the nipple is unblurred. Do you think we're, do you think the nipple should be blurred? What sound is that? Alaska? Alaska? It must be that Dublin internet. 
Ugh. I know exactly what hotel she's staying in. And one time they said, we don't have internet on your floor. It was the fifth floor. So they invited me to go down to the third floor elevator blank bank and sit in like the chairs nearby. I said, this is third world. I never felt so terrible and privileged in my life what that I was country? like, Ireland. It's in that, it's in that hotel. That's um, by like the, the chip shop that there's always people yelling outside the windows. It's where we were um, with Courtney. It's where we, it's the one we're always at in Dublin. <laughs> and there it goes again. Oh, God wow. damn. Cock sucking. I think she was talking about me. No. Because I said goddamn a lot and I definitely sucked the cocks. This episode is brought to you by who I almost nodded off because this Helix mattress is so comfortable. Helix Sleep! The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, the newly released Helix Elite Collection, a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. I've had several many Helix mattresses for several many years now, and I love I them all. They're all my I've babies. read the men's room wall. We have the midnight dusk. We have the uh, we have the one for uh, heavy sleepers, and that's also oh, good. Oh, they're if, all good. If you have slumber parties, if, uh, lots. Of, I love a Helix party, uh, and we are the Helix girls, and we have been for such a long time that we know what works best for us and our bodies. But if you don't know, you could take a Helix sleep quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. They've got models with memory foam layers to provide optimal pressure relief if you sleep on your side. Also models with a more responsive foam to cradle your body for essential support in stomach and back sleeping positions. Ooh, plus enhanced cooling features to help you from overheating at night. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. So that's why they offer a 100-night trial to try out your new Helix mattress and a 10- to 15-year warranty. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash Drag. Drag and use code HelixPartner20. This is their best offer yet, and it's not going to last long. It's so good, I'm going to say it again. That's HelixSleep.com slash drag. And use code HelixPartner20. With Helix, better sleep starts now. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest. You're literally getting them out of you by speaking them and figuring out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. That's right. And I think, uh, and I've said this before, I think therapy is a very useful tool, whether you've been through something very traumatic or you're just trying to better yourself. Yeah, and if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. You don't have to leave your house. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Yeah, all the therapists have licenses, so get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash drag today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Drag. Drag. 
are back, and this is a um uh, a very exciting win for uh, Stacey Lane Matthews and Carmen. Yes, um, they're uh, the queens of morning television, which makes them go, huh? And uh, the main challenge is a broadcast morning news show. Basically, each team will have two anchors, a weather girl, a gossip gal, a roving reporter, interviewing celebrity guest Kristen Cavallari. Um, I, yeah. I I think this is a great challenge like because this is something we've all done after the show you know we'll like do the little sit down and I've actually sat next to Kristen Cavallari on the E! News uh, Oscar telecast this year so this really? is it. yeah with Brad Goreski and the fashion police people um, it was, cool. yeah, it was kind of great. Um, so I mean, this as a as a challenge, good for you guys. You know, they got it right. Um, now these teams, they did this, they did this recently in uh, Shea Coulee's season, right? Um, they, they did yeah, it. Uh, yes, and it was like um, not on today. It was like uh, like daytime. Uh, um, daytime news kind of tease sure. so it was very similar to this but it's in general a good challenge because a queen should know how to do that correspondent fish yeah. you know what I mean it's a necessary tool in our um, in our wheelhouse now at this point um, so Stacy and Carmen choose teams team Stacy is Alexis, Shangela, Yara and Mariah and team mm-hmm. Carmen is Manila, Raja, Delta and India and they're saying that this challenge will be broadcast live with no cuts or edits. Well. <laughs> they do let them practice yeah. it, at least. Yes, they do. They let them practice it. They get a little bit of feedback from Debbie Mountainopolis from The View. Uh-huh. Don't you have some industry story about her? No. You don't, and and no, and the floor is already cluttered with so many names. I can't even, <laughs> I can't even walk. I thought you would have some sort of industry tease about Debbie Matt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I do know that from that that view book that just came out, Barbara Walters apparently like hated her. I guess she was trying to kneecap Debbie at every possible turn. Yeah, is that what happened? Yes. Hmm. And Debbie was really, I mean, she was sort of just like thrust into it. Like she was like, I don't, I'm not right for this show at all. Like, why are, why do you want me on it? And they were like, yes, yes, you're perfect. You're great. You're what we need. And Barbara was like, so what do you think? Do you think we could get rid of Debbie Matronopolis? <laughs> <laughs> Damn, you got the wig for it. Yeah. Uh, I want to see the receipts. Well, um, I have a question for you, though, Willem. Yes. Were you born a biological woman? <laughs> uh, no. And is is that an okay question to ask the girls nowadays? In no! I mean, who, wait, who gets offended by that? Just so I can figure out which SJW. You're not allowed to ask a woman if she was assigned female at birth. That's insulting. Uh, 
You're not allowed to ask about anyone's gender anymore, basically, right? Is that it? If you phrased it that way, I think in 2019, I think you could get away with it. But the way that Mariah phrased it, I don't, I don't think it would be a very good idea. Yeah, no, I thought it was, I thought it was funny, but, um, because Kristen was like, kind of like, what? And then it was, it like added to the levity of the situation. But, um, yeah, you, you can't be doing that right now. Not to, not to any girl with a lash on anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) <laughs> um carmen's team is all the heathers and india farah um so they and india is kind of the weakest link on the team it seems um but other than that i think uh the heathers team is turning it for sure shangela is wearing all the hard front wigs this season she wears one on the runway she's wearing one in this news challenge she's doing the best with what she had at the time i guess but she's also doing the best with what Alyssa had at the time I guess because you know half this shit ain't hers um yeah <laughs> Shangela dominates in this challenge she's so great off the cuff and she's, she's like yeah she's doing exactly what news people do is like she takes something from the last segment like someone the last person mm-hmm. said and she's like and you know what I agree with you on that and I'm gonna do a callback and I'm gonna say that again and work that and yeah. like it. that it, she does such a seamless brilliant job Shangela is a great crosstalker and it really shows because she kind of leaves you where with after Yara you could have been like Oh wow, that was a mixed bag. With Shangela like picking it right up and making it bright and fun, it makes you think, "Oh, Yara was funny." Yeah, it wasn't a flop or like that or whatever. Um, exactly. I think that and she's carrying the whole team, really. Yeah. Um, India said she's going with the ghetto twist, and Rue Rue isn't here for it. Clearly, Rue has had <laughs> Rue has had avocado toast with a healthy serving of nooch, and she said, well, "That's ghetto." Oh. Um, oh, is that you being ghetto? Oh, how cute. <laughs> how regional. Um, she she says the weather girl might be the hardest part, so it's kind of setting up for I wonder what's going to happen with India this episode. Um, and then she's also asking Stacy how she's doing as a team leader. So those are the only two people that the walk around really focuses on, so we know what's happening. Um, what do you think yes. about what do you think about Stacy at this point? It's early days, and it's a little it's a little obvious, like indicating what is going to happen later in the episode. Mm-hmm. Definitely, um, I think Stacy. Uh, I think sh- that she knows that in general she is out of her element, and. I think she's intimidated, but I think she's like still there and she's still doing it and, and like working, plodding along mm-hmm. and doing it. But I think she's aware of the fact that like, cause she even says in the confessional, she's like, if I'm in the bottom, I'm probably going home. Like if I have to lip sync against any of these girls, I'm probably out of here. She, she did say at one point too, in the confessional, they were talking about like Shangela and uh, India are talking about, the mirror talk before the runway and Mimi overheard Shangela, um, you know, talking shit. And, um, in the confessional, Stacy says, yeah, I fucked that up. You know? So she, (laughs) she at least agrees that she probably, 
um, wasn't the best at the challenge, but, um, you know, I think that, um, Mariah not getting any of the names or facts right in the interview, that was kind of funny too, because the way Kristen corrected Mariah saying, um, that Nick guy's name wrong, like Mariah said, like Canzone and it was like Canzoni or something. And Kristen was like, she acted like she had never heard or met anyone named Nick before. And then she realized like five seconds, like, Oh, you mean Canzoni? It's just like, fuck you, Kristen. God bless her. I love her. But, um, yeah, it was very, it was a Mariah moment. That's for sure. <laughs> she made it work. Oh, Kristen was like, wait, you haven't heard of this side character from a reality show? <laughs> You're really going home. <laughs> <laughs> um, Manila does a big choice with this uh, Connie Chung accent. Um, oh, and didn't she, ha- isn't she still defending it to this day? Is she? I feel like, yeah. I mean, anytime. I, I, yeah, I feel like she is. Because the, the thing with, um, uh, don't her and Shangela get into it later in the season about, um, accents and. Yeah. Oh, in the next episode. Never mind. Well, we can save on that one. The next day, the queens are back in the workroom. <laughs> and. Oh, okay. Normally sentences don't start with and, so I was so confused by the outline dipper. Sometimes they do. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And sometimes they do. Correct. Oh, okay. (laughs) Wow. Things are really heating up over there. (laughs) Can can we just talk about Manila's brilliance for one moment? She's... Back to you, Shangela. (laughs) Um... (laughs) Wow. Um, what about Manila's brilliance? I didn't, I didn't know you had that kind of hate in your heart. Um, switching, switching L's with R's. I mean, it is very, uh, oh, no, very I'm not even talking about the brilliance of her, of her, uh, challenge. I'm talking about that. They show Manila drinking a Red Bull and it's labeled pink cow. The bitch, the bitch went and stunted on them. She greeked the label with duct tape and then drew her own label that's called Pink Cow with pink duct tape. And it'll be on the Race Chaser pod and you can check that out. She's so brilliant. She, She's so she brilliant. Is a, um, she is a a graphic designer by by trade. Yeah. And this is definitely... she. You just can't... You can take the, the graphic designer out of the uh, graphic design studio. But you can't take the graphic designer out of the drag queen. No. Oh, my gosh. And her hair in this photo looks like a fucking hedgehog got sprayed with bleach. It's it's very chaotic. I don't know. I don't know what she told the hairdresser to do to her hair, but he did something. <laughs> and that's on Race Chaser Pod on Instagram. Um, no, I could never do a pageant. I'm too rock and roll for that. I could never just stand there and be like, oh, hello. Oh, I'm, oh, 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 I'm a, oh, I'm pageant. Well, I love this. Yeah, baby, baby. You could never be. That's what pageant is all about. It's about personality, mama. That's what Alexis says. She says, no, it's about personality. But the part that I love is when Raj is like, well, we don't really have that here, the, the pageant thing. And of course, three, four months before this film, Shangela won the EOI pageant, which everybody was in. 
everyone um, everybody was in it um yes i mean the pageant that they brought here so she could win it but she deserved it 100 percent. but i mean between Alyssa being on the judge panel and and now now wow i said deserved i said she deserved it first <laughs> now now god damn it uh, um, well this is this is a great i mean this is a thing that <laughs> continues to be drag race gold is the pageant girls versus the not pageant girls it, this is like sort of the starting seedlings of that is like, oh, are you a pageant girl or are you like uh, like rock and roll girl? And I think the show generally favors non-pageant queens and sort of puts pageant girls into their their own side category that I think is a little, I don't know, I think it it's uh, not really, um, it doesn't do them justice. Often, I think it's getting better now, but for years, this was very the conflict. Everybody knows if you're a pageant girl, you go on and then you win on All Stars. That's how you do it. Is that well? That that was certainly the case for me. I mean, it's certainly the case for Chad too. He didn't do pageants. Wait, he did do that EOY pageant. He was second. Um, yeah. Anyway, he's I I wouldn't call him a pageant girl, but he has all the qualities of a pageant girl. I'd say plus more you know he's a classic showgirl too um yeah i i that's what chad did um i agree with alexis though that and with shangela that i think pageants are misunderstood and i think that pageant being in a pageant you really do have to have a really strong personality that shines through in that format and you have to be really well-rounded not just in your looks uh, and in your clothes, but also in like what you bring to the stage and the energy that you bring there. Um, yeah, but also Drag Race, uh, oh, its first two seasons awarded pageant girls with the top prize, you know? Bibi and Tyra were top pageant girls all the way, right? So saying like it uh, pushed them uh, to the side. It did put uh, them in a different category though, right? You definitely do, Tyra. I don't. You know saw that, that season, right? Uh, I, I've heard tell. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're gonna take a break. Okay. Um, the mirror talk. Of course, it's just casual mirror talk about you know, possibly going home and fucking up the challenge and, uh, whose drag is better pageant or rock and roll. Um, <laughs> you know, just casual mirror talk. Uh, yeah. I, it's, I, I do, I do love the, the part where Shangela says, uh, now, now you, you seem to be getting defensive. It's like oh. <laughs> pulling that when they're both talking over each other and there's crosstalk in a dressing room and then one person doesn't like it, you could always go into my favorite thing is when someone's arguing with me and I'm losing, I just go, oh no, interrupt me. No, that's fine. Like, oh. <laughs> I make sure to get interrupted when I don't have a leg to stand on anymore. Um, <laughs> oh, you're gonna interrupt now? Okay, I'm done. Fully. Shangela, <laughs> uh, I did not say that. Don't do not do all that, Gon. It honestly is one of those moments. Um, 
And I'm I'm so glad that we have Raja for her Raja recollections. Um, doom, 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 doom. I just saw a messy man. Let's get to this main stage moment, please. Sure. Um, <laughs> this RuPaul look, I love it. I love a chevron. Complete salute. Very, uh, very gorgeous garment. Very gorgeous hair. Very gorgeous makeup. Very gorgeous glam. Accessories. The highlight on the forearm. Just, you know, that little uh, bit of attention. Show, showing that vein. The category is definitely yeah. face, too. All the hairs up and swept away. Very gorgeous. A, a piece of art, for sure. Yeah, 100 but- on the judges panel, of course, are Michelle Visage and Billy B. Michelle's not wearing a lash either. They're, they're mm. I think they're finding their footing with uh, Michelle Visage's glam. Well, obviously, the the shoe or the footing did not include a lash because <laughs> she looks hard. Hard. She looks hard and she's looking hard. hard at these girls. You know what? She can critique us. We can critique her a little bit. And she knows this wasn't one of her best looks, I'm sure. Yes. And she looks she's hard. Learned. She's yeah. learned. She's learned There's- the numbers of Lipstick Nick and a few other people's. That's what she learned. <laughs> but also. This is really, this is her first season of Drag Race. This is only her fifth, her, her fifth episode so she hasn't seen herself on tv yet so when she comes back for the next season honey trust just trust and believe okay okay well i was there and she did look great on season four so you are right um yeah uh this runway category is decked out in your most fabulous drag looks chloe savonny yes she's there too um, she's one of the biggest stars I think they've had. Uh, is she? I don't know. I think Chloe. I I think she wasn't super huge at that point, but she's gone on to be an icon at this point. To quote Raja. Okay. Yeah. Well, well this season we already saw what Lily Tomlin, Latoya Jackson. Oh. Uh, oh. Okay. Yeah. Okay, rescind. But yeah. Chloe's fashion. But Chloe's a, a great actor. I loved everything she's done on AHS and Big Love. Big Love was great. Um, yeah, and she was in Party Monster too. So she she might, I'm sure she knows a, a club kid or two. So yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm glad she's here. Completely. Delta actually wore this outfit in EOI. And oh. as, she, as she comes down the runway, I'm still confused where her belly button should be. Because the outfit is a nude illusion. Maybe the belly button's under... Ah, yeah, I don't know. What's she going for? I don't know. It's like I Dream a Genie meets a Mermaid meets um, Dolly Parton. I liked it. I thought it was elegant. Yeah, you, you. That's that's a valid opinion. And Shangela, you're comes, mad because there's what no airbrushed on belly button. Well, also where her crack should be doesn't show any crack they could have like you know sharpied in a little bit of crack in the back i just don't like nude illusions you don't when they don't match and they're not the color of you and it's i don't like a nude illusion it's a nude delusion usually and i've said that multiple times shangela i think 
Go ahead. I think you can get away with um, some of the body contouring things with stones. You can hint at it with just adding more stones, like where the belly button mm-hmm. would be. Oh, there's just sparkly shit there. Yeah, totally. She could have done that. Um, she didn't. Um, and uh, But she got an Emmy, so good for her. Um, she I had... think Shangela looks fierce. Shangela looks great. It's a hard front, but it is a good hard front. Um, she has a lot of makeup on for Miss Shangie, baby. Uh, yeah. And uh, Chloe Sevigny thinks she has one too many bangles. It's like, bitch, if you're commenting on my bracelets, honey, why are you <laughs> looking at my fucking wrist, bitch? Chloe. <laughs> Chloe with the flat hair and no lash. Oh, wow. Well, okay. well, well, the judges can judge us. We can judge them. I just remember when we watched this, Sharon was like, wow, I wish I could just be a straight girl. So all I had to do was put on a fucking, just part my hair in the set, part my dishwater hair in the center and just wear no makeup and just be a fashion icon. (laughs) Um, Sharon is not usually wrong, so... Uh, this Carmen going Car- on a drag show, going on a drag show is not a stitch of makeup. <laughs> Wait, are we talking about Michelle now or Chloe? <laughs> oh my God! Stop that. Okay, okay. next. Next, we have Carmen, Carmen Carrara in this um this L.A. Express uh, Redux with newspapers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you caught that. <laughs> um, and <laughs> and I think a red bottom too. Oh, uh, good for her. Uh, yeah. Ugh. She's relying on body and gluing newspaper to her gorgeous body. Hey, but honestly, good. it's beautiful. And, yeah, she looks good. And honestly, read all about her because <laughs> I get it. Uh, Mariah. Ugh. Mariah knows she's beautiful. She doesn't need anyone Mar- to tell her she's beautiful. Mariah once again inventing Ariana Grande's hairstyle for several years before. Sure, the one. Yeah, I mean, Complete. can you can you imagine the freedom to wear your hair all back up off your face like that, not hiding? Are you? Is that where you're headed? To? Oh, look at her; she's so beautiful. Is I would that need, where you're headed? I would need a team of men working for forty-five years nonstop just on my forehead and jaw. To even attempt to do a, a snatch you back like Mariah. You can do it. You have long hair now. You can snatch your fucking hair. Oh, I, I can't wait until you do it. I know you're going to do it. No, I'll feel like a crossdresser. Uh, well, I got news for you, doll face. <laughs> I identify as a transvestite, not a crossdresser. I think you should try it for a, for the OnlyFans. And just wear a top lash. No, I mean, full beat, but just, like, I want to yank that fucking hair back and give you a fucking 62-inch fucking human 16-bundle fucking ponytail. Well, maybe you could talk to that wig guy who was supposed to make you a wig a year ago from your prize three years ago on Drag Race. Expletive redacted. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, Mariah looks sickening. Um, And then we have uh, Alexis Mateo. Um, coming out in her um, in her patriotic hair that she won with a fake boyfriend that she wanted to come home. Do you remember that? In the red, white, and blue? That's the hair from that. I'm sure of it. 
five episodes from now. Wait a second, wait a second. We didn't talk about Alexis's hair in the newscast. Oh, God. Okay, so rewind. If you if you look at Alexis's um, hair in the newscast, um, there was a point where we were having technical difficulties this episode, and we were waiting on a dongle from Dipper. Dipper's dongle. It was in his car. So he brought it in and I was just sitting here and we were waiting and all of a sudden I just started laughing. I didn't think Alaska was even there and she's like, what? And I'm like, oh, we just need to talk about Alexis's bang piece because it's like three hairs and it's not on a wiglet. I'd say maybe it's on a weftlet because there's like... I thought it was her her like natural hair that she just pulled a few strands just to give that PC kind of well, few, you think it's a piece? few being the operative word. It looks like it could be a little bit of a track. I thought <laughs> she's doing a shalal. <laughs> Who I worked with this weekend. We had so much fun in San Diego. Oh, I love her. Me, Sasha and Gia walked in with three wigs amongst us or two and a half wigs and a ponytail. And Chanel has four wigs laid out. Oh, wait, is that yeah. her? Uh, is that? I can't. <laughs> I feel like she's got, she def, yeah, there, there might be some, a her in the front, but there's at least one section on the side, which is like an angled cut that you could tell she definitely got some tracks in that or like a little weftlet. (laughs) It's a, it's a suspicious hair system. (laughs) It's a system. There's systematics and, um, and, um, systemic. Yeah, it's, it's, it's rigged and it works. I like it. And um, on the runway, I enjoy Alexis too. She's just this flirty little cha-cha bitch. Like, she does her little kukaracha dance. Um, and I say that because she was doing the, the roach stomp thing, not because she's Latin. Um, adding <laughs> racist to my transphobic and... Um, what's the oh other one I am? God. Transphobic? Homophobic? Homo- no, I like, <laughs> I like gay people. Stacey Lane Matthews. Um, what about India? Oh, yeah, we missed India. Did we? <laughs> because well, uh, she looks like a different person without her breastplate and without. Um, she only has on three pieces of jewelry. I want to call her and see if she's okay. An yeah. earring, a ring, and one bracelet. Like, who is this girl? We've never met her. This, this is that syndrome of drag race where it's like you're doing this the this thing that's very you all season and then they're like we want you to change this thing that you do all the time and then as soon as you do you go home for it like max stop wearing gray hair stop wearing gray hair where's the different color hair sachet away <laughs> mm-hmm. Derek berry change your eyebrows please change your eyebrows changes their eyebrows sachet away <laughs> but i mean so the the moral of the story is don't be versatile do the same thing every time even if they read you for it huh well stacy certainly looks nice <laughs> stacy uh, stacy has on everything in, include it looks like she went out to the chicken coop and got in a fight with a turkey too cuz there's turkey feathers <laughs> there's there's wefflets there's wiglets there's rhinestones there's brooches there's um there's a lot going on there's a lot for sure there that signature rum raisin lip liner with um the oyster pink gloss in the center yeah 
it's um yeah um yeah this this for for your best drag i'm wondering where the gold coat is where's that goddamn gold coat it's coming good good it's coming large so i need that coat that's our good gold coat i love a gold trench too i know you do (laughs) hey corb next Uh. is manila and this is one of the most iconic looks that still is she she still wears iterations of this look and it is 100 percent manila and she even with the way she's walking she's like kicking her knees up a little bit more so the green little tassel things at the bottom like you know move and make her look like a pineapple it's so good it's so good it's drag excellence complete drag excellence yes and uh as billy b says he said did you bedazzle a pine what did he say something about a pineapple oh well Oh, Billy B says, um, did you just Tina Knowles a pineapple? Damn. And Billy B knows about it because he used to do makeup for Destiny's Child, <laughs> um, which wow. you should look up his work. He is a legendary. He did all those girls in the 90s and the 2000s, Pink, Missy, Destiny's Child, all of them. Damn. Yara comes out looking like. Uh, a, a hooker and a nightmare because she looks fucking great but it's like this bedroom witch crystal puss everything spider web two-tone hair with rings like saturn i don't know how you yeah. get much done in this look but if you look like this you don't need to get much done so fuck yeah yara sophia you look great yeah she's the body of the season i mean her and carmen of course yeah but honestly yara's body is better well, I I can't compare. Uh, She's got more meat on her hips and her legs than uh, Carmen did at this point. But okay. fuck, Raja slays and shuts it down. Yeah, <sighs> just this is an iconic fashion moment. And I love that she's just walking and she opens the fan down by her hip and just casually walking, not even fanning yeah. anything that's hot, except for her. God damn, <laughs> look at her icon really outstanding oh so good elevating the runway of drag race completely and really setting a very high mark for uh seasons to come now dipper's either mentioning uh that we're that raja just broke the runway or we need to take a break (laughs) let's take a break and we'll be right back One name suffices. It says it all. Raja. Raja. You know her as the iconic winner of RuPaul's Drag Race Season 3, and we have the privilege of speaking with her every episode for Season 3 in a segment that we like to call... Raja Reflections! To be honest, you and I, very much, you and I, Willem, and we've talked about this on Raja Draja, Uh. but we've, you know, we're kind of like 
Hollywood drag leet. I'm not going to fucking lie. It's what we do. Um, we're, we, you know, we've known each other since at the very 2001. least. 2001. 2001. I was going to mm-hmm. say 99, but I was the counterpoint. I, I don't think I, I was s- even aware of anything until 2001, which yeah. is how we became friends. And you were this snotty liposuction twink. Mm-hmm. And um, you'd like just like you were such a bitch. I was such a bitch, but I was just masking shyness and that I was so in awe of all the people at the club. You would come in every Sunday in a new outfit that was kind of coordinating to Tara Nova, uh, the blonde one. Yeah, yeah, we would like Raja was the dark exotic and Tara was the blonde one. And (laughs) and we would get seventy five dollars. Fuck. And then my boss was a dickhead, and if they were late, he would try to make me dock it. But I would always like do the books a little bit where like, oh, we had a couple of resales. I would, I would, ne- I, I could uh, never not pay them. I would be floored if he would ask me to not well, pay. Well, Mickey's guys. now. They what tried is, it. What is the art, what is their upstairs like? Whole area used to be just like our free for all. The dressing was room. It was like there. jungle it was gym. Room. It was an entire floor of just like just corners of guys jerking yeah, off like, everywhere. Just the like roof. be inseminated in our throats and hair. <laughs> oh, that was a great eyes. little dressing room. <laughs> every that like couch? twice a week. It was oh. wonderful. Thursdays for Dirty it. Pop and Sundays for Decade. And Do you remember when I got kicked out of West Hollywood for about a year for like getting in a fight with them? With that guy from oh god, must have been a good one. You what remember bar? that? You were Mickey's. Yeah, I was banned from Mickey's for like a year. I believe it. And then I started doing my shit in the Inland Empire with Wes because I was banned from um, <laughs> I was banned from West Hollywood because I got to know because I um got in a fight with the guy who owned um what's that place called the El Rey. Oh, do you remember that? Oh, remember oh that? Anthony's curfew party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I it do remember Asian that party. now. Yep. And me and my ex-boyfriend, we yes. were like drunk, and the guy was drunk, and then like... He, oh, it was not your fault. He came for me. Yeah, he came for me, and then me and my ex-boyfriend like beat the shit out of him and ran, and, and we... Anthony was oh, mad. Yeah. Me and Willem, me, Willem Girl, and I we should, just, we should just write a book and do an entire like oh. spoken... <laughs> the things like, we could book. say. Yeah, we have a lot to talk about. Yeah. Just Willem and I. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the safe girls who get to go back and untuck in the Interior Illusions Lounge are Raja, Yara, Carmen, and Delta. Manila gets um, praise on her performance and they say, so wrong, it's right, which I love. Um, And Manila seems genuinely touched when Rue says, good work, I'm proud of you. But But I I have to disagree with the the winner of this week, I think that Shangela was burglarized in this. And I love Manila and I thought she was funny, but to actually do the assignment here, mm-hmm. Shangela could actually be on a news show well, doing what she was doing. To quote Ray Latre as someone tried to tip me at brunch last week, stop. She has Ray Starsborn money. Stop tipping her. So Shangela's going to be fine. She, but she, She's going to be fine, but I would like a posthumous ruling, and I would like them to go back. And strip Manila of her win. They need to call back all, this, all the judging panel. They need to get Billy. They need to get Chloe Sevigny. They need to get Debbie Matinopoulos all back in a room. And Kristen and Cavallari. And ceremoniously strip the award from Manila, take the wigs back, <laughs> and I want them to give it back to Shangela. You, you know Shangela don't know what to do with a good wig, though. <laughs> oh, God. What would she do now? with it? 
I mean, the Oscars. Yeah. She, the Oscars, she got it together, for sure. Do you think Manila's runway kicked her up over the edge? For yes, the 100%. I think um, both performances were great. I'd give Manila an 8 out of 10. I'd give Shangela a 9 out of 10. But Manila's runway was also at least a 9 out of 10. And Shangela's runway was a was a 10 for her, but I'd say a, a 7 compared to Manila's runway. And yes, I'm ranking and rating the queens. I'm so sorry. All right. Well, uh, okay. I guess call Chloe Sevigny and tell her she doesn't have to come back. For, just get Drew Drogi. We can just get Drew Drogi anyway. Yeah. Get, actually get Drew. Could we get her on the line, please? Maybe okay. we should restage this and um, and have Manila be stripped of her at, at a future Race Chaser Live. Manila, we've brought you here. Give us your wig. <laughs> like the 2019 version where it where because her performance was so not woke that we have to posthumously strip her of the whim. <laughs> wow. But why isn't she allowed to use an accent from where she's from? Am I allowed to even ask that? Not where she's from, but like where she has that in her? That kind of... So, Shangela brings this up on the next episode, so we'll talk about it next week as well. But the argument is you have the appearance that you have a lineage to that accent, but you don't actually. <gasps> so had she done a Filipino accent, it would have been okay, but she was doing sort of a broad, stereotypical Chinese accent. Oh. So, so that's the argument. Aren't they, they next to each other? Like New Jersey and Philadelphia? Like they, <sighs> You're like, oh, you're from the East Coast. You're from Asia. They're different countries. Got it. Yes, but are they near each other? They're in the same hemisphere. Huh. I'm going to look at a map. Oh, oh look. Why is the fucking... I have an eight-foot map on my wall, but none of the names of the countries. It says Australasia. Australasia. Seriously, who puts Australasia? Meanwhile, silent. She's been... Hello? <laughs> oh, no, good. She's there. She's she's uh, practicing her pageantry. I'm so sorry. This is an, this is an example of nudge. Um, <laughs> no, I... Well, I I mean it it is a it is an ongoing conversation because we I mean Plastic Tiara was just on Drag Race and she was often relying on sort of a funny accent and I almost think I almost think Manila's uh, version is uh, is better because it was funnier and and more like studied and not just like a crutch that she was falling back on. She was making a really bold acting choice, uh, for better or for worse. I don't think she should really, um, I don't think she should do it, uh, anymore. But I think at the time, um, it was, uh, it was a bold choice. And, uh, and so she was awarded for it on Drag Race. She was awarded, but India and Stacy were definitely um, left in the dust. Uh, Stacy's progress hasn't um, really gone anywhere since last week when she said, "I'm gonna show it to you," you know. Um, and uh, Mariah is told she's pretty, but the interview wasn't fantastic. Well, next week on Race Chaser, I'm really gonna, I'm really gonna show you what I've got. Oh, I really am. Oh yeah, you're gonna have good internet and you're gonna have so good Wi-Fi. Is that I, what you're... Uh, you know? I 
I know that <laughs> I know you've been waiting for me to have good internet, <laughs> and I, I'm telling you, next week, just be ready because I'm gonna have it. It's it, gonna be good. It just feels like you do, you don't respect the classic <laughs> format. <laughs> doom 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 doom. Um, this lip sync, the meeting in the ladies' room, is uh, one of it's like an awesome lip sync, and uh, they tried to make us have meetings in the ladies' room all of season four, and that really didn't work out. They had that whole set. They had a whole set built used. with like pink urinals. You could see it briefly in this thing that Chad Jiggly, uh, Dita, and I did, where we were like on top of each other before the hot and tuckaho thing. We were in the ladies' room, like doing like the four heads in a door, and you see it at one other point in the season, but you don't. The wrestling. Yeah, it was um, this weird idea they did where scenes. they wanted us to have like these little. Well, I filmed that's my scene in the Interior Illusions Lounge for that. Um, but I know what you're talking about. They wanted us to have conversations in this fake bathroom. Um, and they kept telling us, don't pee in these. Don't pee in these. It's like, we know, <laughs> you idiots. We're drag queens, not fucking four-year-olds in Home Depot. And they didn't I would have pissed in it. <laughs> in the content? Uh, no. Really strange. But, you know... Um, they can't even get the right names on an Emmy nomination. Okay. <laughs> what are what are we supposed oh, to do? Wow. Okay. Well, this, they left this our sister. Great. This is a great lip sync for Stacey Matthews, and I love that Dipper has put in the notes. <laughs> India takes her earrings off and holds them the whole time. She doesn't toss them. Well, why would you? They're huge. Set them down. They're in her hand. You go back, back, go back to the edge during the instrumental and say, "Will you hold these, girl?" Right. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I think holding your ear because I love fingernails and drag. It's like an extension. That's why I wear nails because it's an extension of like femininity and another spot to be pretty. I don't understand why you would yeah. have a, a club hand with your earrings. Also, Dipper, you're right. Or just put them in your titty. This is the one time you can put them in your titty because you're not wearing a tit bib, India, and you don't. But. Yeah, I think it wasn't thought through and it was just one of those moments of like, I, I want to take my earrings off because they're going to fall off, but now I don't know what to do. And But it was really the Stacy show. She really nailed it and killed it. And yeah. this was a perfect song for her. And she looked beautiful too. I mean, she said she wasn't going to wear any more large floral print gowns on stage. And this is um, a sequin gown with small floral print. So she is true to her word for sure. She is completely delicate blossoms blooming. Um, yes. Yeah. And well, it was a good lip sync. It's it, very good. Uh, and unfortunately, this is the uh, stepping off point for India Farah. Uh, India, of course, has gone on to maintain a level of drag excellence. She is, uh, I really recommend following her because her her makeup looks are always astounding. She is drag with a capital D R A G. She's a Vegas girl. And you know, Vegas girls, whenever you say Vegas girl, it insinuates two things, either excellence in drag and or um, prostitution. And she is <laughs> the, the former. She is excellence in drag, just like Chanel. Um, Completely. Yeah. Uh, so this was really just the beginning of her journey. And I have a feeling we haven't seen the last of her. Oh, and India's posting up um, all these all these butt pictures on her Instagram too. 
damn she's she's thirsting for it and yeah i don't know how she has a cowlick on the back of her thigh with all that leg hair is that a cowlick would oh, you say that's a cowlick my God. That's, her, that's her boyfriend oh that's her See, boyfriend read it happy hump day from me am i babe oh he dates a drag queen too oh. he does they kai kai <laughs> they, he's engaged they kai kai. oh and his boyfriend's got pipe too and his boyfriend's oh, got my. drag queens tattooed on him deep dive that that's way. chanel and india <laughs> on his thigh well oh wow we should talk about mariah's ponytail more though because it's so beautiful bundles on bundles of human bundles on weftings on wiglets thank you on high. so much for joining us for race chaser classic this week <laughs> i'm willem she's and alaska. I'm alaska and we'd love for you to rate and review our podcast <laughs> but not this one <laughs> and don't forget to subscribe this one we had technical difficulties girls were not nasa i didn't wow but it's been a year i think you need to really applaud yourselves for that well, we applaud you as well, Dipper. Yeah. And all I'm, we did was sit down and record. You pressed all the good buttons. But it's a that's a big achievement. Well, One yes. year. No, achievement would be getting all those kids out of them camps. Okay. True. But we do real good. Good for you, Alaska. Good job. And we are really grateful to all of the listeners uh, out there who have been Nancy Drewing for us, holding us accountable with our uh, with our research and our factoids, oh, and uh, and, it, and participating. We're, and uh, w- we thank you. Yeah, and uh, we love all the info on at Race Chaser Pod. All the comments we yeah. read them, we listen. Well, we can't listen really to the phone because never mind. Anyway, but follow us at Race Chaser Pod at Willem at the Only Alaska Five Thousand and slip into them DMs with your scalding heart tea and explicit drinks. And don't forget, and to, don't forget to use the hashtag Race Chaser when you post. We'll be back next week with more stunning classic. Thank you so much. Bye. Race Chaser is not endorsed by World of Wonder, Viacom, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. RuPaul's Drag Race and all names, pictures, and audio clips are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders. Forever. Race Chaser with Alaska and Willem is a forever dog podcast. Produced by Big Dipper. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Our theme song is Race Chaser by Alaska Thunderfuck. Available on iTunes. <laughs> <laughs>